0: Welcome to another episode of Bad Filmcasts, where we usually don't do intros, but it's been a while, so uh, a while. So this is the podcast where it's been a while since we've done an intro. I feel oh. like we have to do an intro like every like five episodes. Yeah. Maybe. Just, I think you know. that's a good it's a good yeah. like protocol to kind of get into. Yeah, I, I feel like so many other podcasts always do it, but like we just so many you know, other podcasts have like intros and shit. I'm like, wow, this is elaborate. Yeah. Intros are too much work. <laughs> I've fucked that. Welcome to Bad Filmcast, where we talk about films that are rated 3.0 or lower on Letterboxd or Ron, Ron, Tomatoes and defend them. Today we have on the wonderful Sonny Bunch, and we are here to talk about Zack Snyder's criminally underrated
1: epic Sucker Punch. How are you doing, Sonny? I'm great. I'm great. I'm excited to be here and talking about Sucker Punch.
0: I know. I'm excited to to finally have you on. Uh, you know, I I messaged you a while ago saying, you know, this before quarantine, be like, yo, when you're in New York, man, you got to come on the pod. But uh, now and I was like, changing.
1: I never come to New York because I, I have children. Yeah, I, don't, I, I <laughs> can't That's ever good. leave Keep the house. them safe. I'm st- I'm stuck in Alexandria, Virginia, but now I'm stuck in Dallas, uh, oh. Texas. Moved, oh, OK. I thought Dallas, you were in D.C. So. No, I, I moved. Oh, so okay. now oh, it's, Texas uh, is starting to open uh,
2: everything back up. Right
1: yeah i mean none of none of the theaters are actually opening yet like oh, alamo draft house was like boring. fuck this we're not opening we got nothing to show anyway yeah uh, i mean yeah, so, that's a good point so I mean, like it's, it's it's weird it's they're still trying to make tenant happen i uh i'm i have my fingers crossed because it's literally the only thing keeping me going at this point like i the the whole world is ended and i'm again stuck at home all you, the time are you a uh nolan with, fan? with two children so what's that are you a nolan fan yeah, big Nolan fan.
0: I because I fucking every time I post a, a take insulting Nolan on bad phone takes, I get the fucking horde of people being like, "But
1: it is actually good."
0: <laughs> what were you gonna say? <laughs> we kept cutting you off. Uh, no,
1: I was. I was just saying. I like. There's. I, I, I I am, uh, I am, I am always annoyed by the people who reflexively defend anyone, and that includes like a lot of the Zack Snyder defenders. Yeah. Uh You know, well, if you a say lot something-
0: of the, the Zack Snyder defenders on Twitter uh, definitely have some brain damage, and I say that as also a big Zack Snyder fan.
1: Yeah. And somebody with brain damage. That's me. I, yeah. like, I, I'm like, I recognize your problems here, uh, but you, you just got to uh, try to keep, keep it inside. F- there are four people here with brain damage. Oh, well, look at that. Uh. We're just a
0: room full of brain damage retards, and you got to love it. Talking about Zack <laughs> Snyder. <laughs> but yeah, I, I posted um, some take where someone's like, well, Nolan has never had a bad movie or something to that extent, and then... Of course, you know you get the people in the replies, but uh, actually, he hasn't had a bad movie. And it's like, have you seen Inception? Oops. Oh, boo!
1: Inception's great. I fucking you it. probably yeah. ju- you probably just don't understand it. That's that's <laughs> yeah. The- I, I, <laughs> I guess I'm just too retarded. You're
3: too retarded to understand. It's I, okay. It's, yeah, I enjoy it's Inception. It's levels. Yeah. I, I fuck.
0: You know, I, I also hate Dunkirk, but at least I can understand that. Whereas Inception, I just think is straight up bad and awful don't know really like
2: maybe you're reading too much into inception
0: i'm not reading too much into it there's not anything to read there <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about that movie has layers like actually it has layers that are all spread across ac- on a floor on a surface
2: surface layers you could are, call them are you ca- are you calling nolan two-dimensional
0: i'm that's being generous i would say he's more one-dimensional but Ooh. hey so yikes! But we're not here to bash Nolan today. We're here to uh, to praise Zack Snyder and Sucker Punch. Speak now, for
3: yourself. Yeah, well, <laughs> fuck you, Terrence.
0: We didn't we didn't ask you. Um, I'm so, all on the fucking podcast, so yeah, yeah. I we didn't ask you. It's just your job, Terrence. Your job is to be you here and job, to talk. Yeah, no, this is a hobby. <laughs> well, when, you'll you'll get paid eventually once the the pay pigs start to pay up. Speaking of pay yeah. pigs, uh, we are on Patreon now. We are so uh, we just launched the Patreon this week. Uh, we have some great guests on. We have Josh Olson from the movies that made me and who wrote A History of Violence. Uh, we just had Dan Waters on just before this, who did uh, Batman Returns, Hudson Hawk, Demolition Man, Heather's. Um, we had Patrick Bryson, who was a blast, who made the Overnight and the Creep movies. Um, Kaveh Zahidi, who um, that, that was a, a, a thing that I recorded for sure back in um, September. It was a thing. It was a thing, um, which will be interesting to listen to for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have a lot of great guests on the Patreon so far, and we have some other people coming on. We're working on John McAfee been emailing uh his wife
2: so yeah so if you uh, want that premium content yeah. you gotta you gotta dole out yeah. that premium john cash. McAfee
0: will be releasing though for free
2: i think we should <laughs> yeah but um the other ones
0: uh patreon exclusive check it out five bucks a month guys it's uh they really are some
2: of our favorite episodes they are there's I, some next level episodes and i think everyone will uh, kind of enjoy them not that we're not enjoyable yeah. by ourselves we are but
0: yeah check it out five dollars a month patreon bad film cast uh let's get to sucker punch baby now sonny is this your favorite of Zack snyder's films
1: no no it's definitely not my favorite Zack snyder film Uh, i feel like this is
0: the one you talk about the
1: most it's definitely it's 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 kind of shtick now on twitter is you know it 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 works as both a joke and a serious answer just kind of depending on what the question is Mm -hmm. uh But uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I I do like it a lot. It's an interest. The way I like to describe it is it's an interesting failure. And I'd rather watch like a dozen interesting failures than, uh, you know, a bunch of like successful mediocrities. So uh, I don't know
0: which could easily label pretty much all of Marvel as successful
1: uh, mediocrity. Yeah. <laughs> I, I assume that's what he was getting at. there. <laughs> no, 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 you know. I mean, I it, you know, a lot of that stuff is very is very, you know, well done and competent and all that. I uh, I am I'm not here to bury at the MCU, uh, even if the DCEU is better. RIP.
0: <sighs> yeah, way better. <laughs> even uh it, what are they even fucking releasing next? I don't uh, wonder, wonder woman, woman two. right yeah, oh yeah wonder, woman two. wonder yeah. woman
2: 2 shazam 2 still happening i haven't heard anything about shazam 2 in quite some time um i never saw aquaman but i heard it oh, was pretty uh, good i haven't seen it either um but also to the uh, the, okay. the robert pattinson batman is coming out um oh yeah that i'm fucking hyped well. for i'm uh I'm looking forward to seeing what pattinson's gonna do with the role but i from so far from like the stills from set and like the uh concept art for like the the costume and shit like yeah. that i fucking hate
0: really yeah I think it looks pretty good what what are your thoughts sonny uh
1: I have no idea i mean i i like i tried not to pay any attention to the pre release stuff just because it's like I, what am I? How am I supposed to figure out what a grainy set photo, you know, yeah. somebody like shot from like the next street over means about the movie? Uh, so like all that stuff. Like the only the only thing that has been interesting, I guess, is the, like the actual Reeves shot, like red and black, yeah, image, right? Which looks like, I was great. like, okay, yeah, that looks that yeah. looks fine. That looks like a Batman costume. He's yeah. probably Batman. I mean, it's um, hard to
0: really judge it from what we've gotten so far. I just. Love Pattinson, so that casting yeah. choice alone is what got me excited.
2: Yeah, no, I, like I said, super excited about the casting choice. Um, yeah, just some of the ex- aesthetic so far that I've seen is just not my favorite. It, it reminds me just of some. Uh, I'm a pretty big Batman fan, and I've read a lot of the comic books, and like the costume and art design kind of reminds me of a lot of the iterations that I dislike. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm what hoping kind of iterations. That, well, um, the costume from what we've seen so far kind of looks like a like a smash together of like Gotham Gotham by gaslight and like steampunk Batman and I'm not not digging it. Mm. But again, like like Sonny said, the, these are these are pictures that are taken in bright sunlight. There's no light out of context, out of context yeah. so you know hopefully they'll surprise me but but from what i've seen so far the art has me concerned
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i'm also just not crazy about matt reeves as a director i mean cloverfield is an interesting yeah, concept it's more fine. than a good movie
2: yeah. um the
0: planet of the apes movies he did are uh serviceable but totally nothing, fine nothing they're nothing totally yeah nothing great. They're totally fine um yeah. and I, you know i i can't expect this to being one of the better the best batman movies um but i can I'm just really excited for Pattinson and just like cast in general. Yeah. So, and as long as it's not um, a C-rate version of Heat with Batman characters, cough, cough, <laughs> and Nolan, then um, I'll be more excited. Somebody <laughs> giving me the thumbs down. <laughs>
2: I know. Yeah. I mean say what you want about about Dark Knight. I know I know you have your opinions. I know lots of people have their bad. opinions. I think it's fine. I it's just, just I enjoy it yeah. a lot, personally. But that's just me. It's just, I, I'd rather Dark Knight
3: the, the Nolan movies are interesting because they are good movies on their own, but I feel like they can only exist in their own universe. Like I could never see any other D C hero be in the Nolan Batman movies. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah, I, no, yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, and like not to not to like suck the Dark Knight's dick at all. The the third act of that movie is garbage, just like pure trash. So and then the Dark Knight Rises is like pure trash for the whole. It's thing. not good with <laughs> with an ironically
0: great uh, plane scene that will forever be a meme and just it is awesome because of, of that. It yeah, of honestly, that's probably ever. the
3: only redeeming thing about Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's so funny how like that that opening scene of Dark Knight Rises. You're like, wow, this movie's gonna be amazing, and then it's like. <laughs> I could have left after that scene, I guess. <laughs> it, this is really embarrassing
0: to admit, but at the time when it came out, which was like, what, 2013? Mm-hmm. So, Sounds yeah. about right. So I was like just finishing up high... No, I was just
1: starting college? 2000, 2012. Oh, 2012. 2012. Okay, so I, yeah. then, I was just, just finishing, high school, finishing high school. Starting
0: no, High school. Yeah, starting college. And at the time, it was my all-time favorite movie. <laughs> Which is such an embarrassing well, look thing. How, look think. how far you've come. I know. I've
2: really <laughs> come a f- long way from that to Batman and Robin. Yeah. That's my top one hundred. You, you've come. You've come <laughs> from yourself. having. You've come from having terrible opinions to having your opinions berated terrible by the opinions. writer of Batman Returns. Yeah. <laughs> I. I <laughs> Who else can say that?
0: <laughs> exactly right. That's all, that's all I'm saying. I, I think I upset Dan Waters uh, when he was on just before <laughs> this because I was saying how much I love Batman Returns, and then I told him. My top three superhero movies are Batman vs Superman, Batman and Robin's, Batman Returns. <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> which, he was, which I'm like, they're all masterpieces, and he was like, he was very conflicted.
2: <laughs> he didn't know how to feel. Yeah, uh, he felt away.
1: <laughs> he definitely felt
2: away oh, for yeah. sure. It was great. Was he was on?
1: Late. Was he on video? Could you see his yeah. face? Yeah, Did yeah. You see it was like great. F- The dawning horror in his eyes, as you were saying this?
2: Well, (laughs) I was saying before, is that, like, the first opinion that James gave that was kind of, like, somewhat controversial, I guess you could say, you could see his face go, like, huh, that's interesting. And then as James went on, it more degraded to, like, this kid is out of his fucking mind. (laughs) the it's, look of horror
0: it was great though it was awesome I, I wish we i wish Squadcast let you fucking record i know i wish we had
2: video it would, that would have been
0: amazing that, that would have been if any of our episodes had to have video it would have been that one yeah i think that one and probably maybe like uh tokyo drift when we were all hammered oh, as shit yeah
2: that episode was a disaster <clears throat> it was a great like in a good a way in a good yeah, way. that's a oh that was favorite. a
0: good time yeah. i missed those. <laughs> All right, Sonny, t- Fuck this virus. give give your your tell us your love of Sucker Punch because I know you've written about it
1: quite a bit. Yeah, uh, so I uh, I remember I, I I saw Sucker Punch in a in a completely empty theater, which is the first time and not quite the only time. I guess that that I also saw Midsummer in a completely empty theater, which was an, its own weird experience. But like
0: I can imagine, I walked
1: in I walked into like a 10 a.m. Sunday morning showing of Sucker Punch. Uh, at the AMC in Georgetown and I was like, oh nobody else is here. This is great. Uh and just and just like kicked back and enjoyed the shit out of it. And like the, the 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 problem with the movies uh look it it is uh it is it is overly aggressive in its uh in its like um Ambitions, I think it's it's it, it like I think no or uh, not Nolan. I think uh, Snyder Snyder had like this idea where he was gonna like layer all of these realities on top of each other, and he's trying to make a point about perspective and POV that is almost like English lit major uh like you know uh you know the characters in the books are all telling the story from their own point of view right and that's that's kind of what this movie is and that's what we're trying to show and it doesn't quite work because movies aren't books movies aren't novels um uh but the where it does work is just as like a pure flight of fancy and fantasy and like uh just like really well done and well put together action scenes like not quite in the like uh john wick choreography level but pretty well done i mean like the the uh the 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 run through the trenches right is um it's just extremely well choreographed and like every shot has a purpose and it's not uh stitched together shaky cam action you know thrown in a blender and and made to look right it actually like has kind of a unity and a cohesion to it um uh which is amusing since like the the visual unity and cohesion is running up against like steampunk zombies fighting against a chick with a samurai sword who's backed up by a uh a mecha uh warrior like it just like the whole thing is so is so ridiculous and so confounding um but also like deeply entertaining and well done and like kind of firmly tongue-in-cheek um I don't know I just find it I find it I find the whole thing hypnotizing and like the soundtrack I love I love all of the the covers uh and the the, the I think kind every of single song is a cover provides. right yeah
2: I think they all are what's that I,
0: every single song in this is a cover right
1: yeah yeah they're all I think I'm. They're definitely none of them are like the original bands, yeah. Um, and it's the uh, it, it's it's the only movie that is like d- had the guts to try and reclaim uh, um, where's my mind uh, where's my mind from Fight Club. Yeah, um, watching and I, that and I,
0: with a twenty twenty perspective opposed to when this came out in twenty eleven, um, where I feel like since then. Compared to then, compared to now, it's so much worse now to use a Where Is My Mind in anything. And I think in the current year, if you use Where Is My Mind and you're not Fight Club, um, it's just an automatic no. It's an automatic no from me, dog, Randy Jackson. (laughs) Um, But in 2011, for this, with a movie with all covers and... Zack Snyder, as you know, unique as he is and his own style, It's just—I don't know—it it doesn't feel bad in it.
2: No, yeah, I, I thought it felt—I thought it felt good yeah. actually, and I—I I liked the cover. I liked all the covers, and um, I love that this movie opened to uh to Sweet Dreams. Yeah, uh, it, it, didn't we just cover another movie that also opened to that, but the did Marilyn yes, Manson version? Wait, what movie? Do you remember? I.
3: I don't remember the movie exactly, but yes, we did. Yeah, do.
2: a movie we just did recently opened to Marilyn Manson's cover of, um, of that song. What the fuck was it? it wasn't... Was I it never... House on Haunted Hill? No no. no. no, we
0: didn't do that. Let me look at it. Our... I know. I, I don't know why it...
2: I can't remember for the life of me, but I was like, as soon as this movie started, because I, I came into this with no preconceived notions of this movie. I had it, never it seen it before. It wasn't a Blade movie, was it? No. It was... Um, I had never seen this before. And, uh, what, was it Gamer? Yes, it was okay. Game thank yeah. you. Yes, it was Gamer, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, so I had never seen Sucker Punch before, so I had um the the cold open of the this movie starts so fucking strong. Oh yeah it's unbelievable. Well, yeah. it's
0: it's so formalist in, in how it opens. And you know, people compared Zack Snyder to like a movie, I mean a music video director, which is fair. But it's so much more than that because he's, you know, he's stringing along all these quote-unquote music video moments into uh, a mostly cohesive narrative until it gets really fucky towards the end. Um, But, like, it's cohesive with these set pieces – of, like, music video non-dialogue things. Yeah. That's cohesive, even if the yeah. narrative as a whole is not necessarily yeah. cohesive. Yeah,
2: I agree to uh, to an extent, and I actually I like what you just said about, like, um, these kind of, like, music video sequences. Like, imagine taking... Um, the samurai sequence, right, which was the first sequence from the beginning. Yeah. And, like, putting, like, faint from Linkin Park behind oh that. Oh, my God. It would be fucking
0: dope. Dude, and I was just <laughs> blasting Linkin Park drunk last night. It like, was my first time listening to Meteor in, like, ten years. It,
2: it would be, perf- like, literal perfection. <laughs> perfection. And it's, it's funny, too, when I, when I went into this movie, it was, like I said, I had no preconceived notions. Yeah. I didn't even know that, that Zack Snyder did this. Oh, you did I had no clue. So, so you were able to tell right away. Oh, fuck. Yeah, of course, I was able You're, to tell.
0: You, you saw in the first scene, it's like, oh, this is Zack Snyder. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I
2: mean, I mean, to be fair, I saw his name scroll. Uh, oh, but, true. <laughs> um, but like, regardless of that, like the the palette, like the color palette, yeah. Um, just like the way it started, yeah. the heavy rain. I was like, wow. It, you I'm know, like, it feels
0: very much like the beginning of Batman versus Superman. Yeah, very much like
2: yep, that. Very much yeah. like Watchmen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, this is this is a thing with Snyder, right? Is that he starts all of his movies basically with short. Stories at the beginning of them, right? Like three hundred has the yep. story of the boy and the wolf. Uh, then, they, you, then you have, uh, uh, or before that, you have Dawn of the Dead, which basically, which like, I actually haven't that seen. Little- you should. I know.
0: I haven't seen that, and I haven't yeah. seen the fucking Owl movie, oh, which yeah, no. I don't think is a real movie, and it's a psyop. Uh, but.
1: <laughs> Owl, Owl three hundred, I think I've only seen one time. Never I own it. Ever. It's it's somewhere in my house. Okay. But the uh, the but but like Dawn of the Dead, right? The remake basically starts with this like little vignette, short story of like watching one neighborhood fall to pieces in the zombie apocalypse, uh, and then it, it it goes off into its own thing. Um, and then, uh, and then the, the, the Man of Steel, right, has the whole Krypton prologue, which yeah. is, like, a perfect little short movie all on its own. Um, uh, and then Batman vs Superman, which has, like, Batman watching the attack on Metropolis, which is, like, the best thing in that movie. I, it, it, I, I it will go movie. to
0: say that is one of the best scenes in cinema in general. Especially like post nine eleven cinema. Yeah. Which I'll go and yeah. talk about that forever when we get to Batman versus Superman. But that's I mean,
3: I I hate that movie to death, but that scene is very good. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean
1: know. it 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 really it really is evocative of nine eleven and it like it, it, it again, like the whole the whole Snyder <clears throat> Superman thing, right, is like how would people react to a god being on planet Earth? And like you would see it like a fucking cataclysm if you were the most powerful man on Earth before he showed up. Um and that is and that's what Bruce Wayne is seeing as like, you know, Superman and Zod destroy the biggest city in the world. It's it is a it's a it's a it is a 9-11 style cataclysm. Yeah,
0: and it it's just it's masterful. And I, I don't think Zack Snyder will ever do anything better than that one scene right yeah, there.
2: It's beautiful until so they get up to the part with the lone horse, and then I'm like, the fuck's up with this horse? <laughs> Talk about a one horse town. Yeah, what ups? I know. I'm like, I know <laughs> Gotham is supposed to be kind shit. of mirrored um, after. Um, fuck, oh well, that wasn't Gotham. That was Metropolis. Yeah. But um, like, I know a lot of cities like take their like in movies take their their cue from New York. Yeah. And I'm just like, maybe they're like, oh, like Central Park is really close, and like that was like a like oh, a police that, officer's I, I, I horse. Guess, I guess that makes sense. But like, I didn't see no park, <laughs> so. <laughs> The horse is making its way
0: down taw- town, walking fast, and he's homebound.
2: Shut up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sarah Bareilles. It's been great to have you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, back back to Sucker Punch. Um, that opening is just its perfect. It's, it really is. Yeah. Um, and it sets the tone really well, and it's emotional. And, yeah, um, and it
2: never gets better than that.
0: That's yeah, Snyder
3: that. has a knack for making good introductions and then just dropping the ball for the rest of the so, fucking movie.
2: it's interesting, right? Um, I watch this movie similarly to how I watch almost all movies at home with my girlfriend in the back working on bullshit. So um, just women shit. Yeah, you know, she's. How's Jake she, Steele coming along? She's that? Sta- oh, he's not done yet. She's just stacking well, tampons em! upon tampons upon tampons <laughs> on shelves. I'm just like, wow, that's a lot of tampons. She's like, well, we're in quarantine. I'm like, you right. And then, so... Oh, you're serious? No. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I'm watching this. She's in the background. And uh, she, like... Brie loves movies. She does. But she's very, like, more towards the normie scale. And she likes a lot of, like, the bigger yeah. box office yeah, shit. The,
0: the Terrence taste.
2: Kind of, yeah. So, Classic
0: Terrence running
2: away. yet Yeah. Think. Even though we talked about him, but whatever. Yeah. So, the, she looks at me and she's like, wow. She's like that was a fucking amazing amazing opening i'm like right and like usually she doesn't like say stuff unless she either really really likes it yeah or she really really hates it yeah and then at the end of the movie she's like what
3: the fuck happened (laughs) like
2: that's a good question
3: yeah
0: (laughs) look you know i'm not coming to a Zack snyder film for amazing plotting
2: no, I'm not either. And like like we said, similarly to a lot of movies that we discuss on this podcast, yeah. like visually this movie is stunning. Yeah. But, stunning. But like so much more than a lot of the movies, like something we did recently, Cure for
0: Wellness, it's just like Zack Snyder's style is just fucking – It it's so totally his own. Like something like Cure for Wellness looks great and is stylized, but it, it doesn't have – But it have, can be replicated. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have the auteur feel that something that – Every Zack Snyder film has. Yeah.
2: That's a, like, like I said, I didn't know this was Zack Snyder. Yeah. And within the first 15 seconds of this movie, it's like, oh, okay, so this is a Zack Snyder film. Yeah. Which, Same, is, which s- I love. Similarly to Bay. Yeah. You know, you could easily pick out Bay out of any, any movie that he does. Like, oh, obviously this is a Michael yeah. Bay film. You can do that with Michael Mann as well, especially his digital yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I
0: just love that. And uh, I, I think my favorite scene uh, in the film was still early on, which was the, uh, that musical number that they're performing on stage
1: and oh the the big song and dance with oscar isaac yeah Yeah, and
0: i just think the entire time boz lerman who boz lerman could never do this that fucking hack (laughs) one of my cinematic enemies one of my many cinematic enemies (laughs) um but it's just like oh my god what a it's just one of the best musical scenes i've
1: just yeah, ever. you know, and it, it's really it, I I am I've always been. I guess I'm not shocked that they cut it out of the theatrical release. That, oh, that's that not big the theatrical like, like theatrical song and dance cut? number. Yeah, so that's not in the theatrical cut, what and the it fuck? and that's it weird. like it's like it's like the best thing in the first hour of the movie, except for like that opening sequence. Yeah. Um, oh, so you did is, see the? It's really great. Direct, yeah, extended. it was on uh, uh, ooh, ooh. Amazon. The uh, cut. Oh, perfect. Yeah.
0: Wow, how the fuck did they not put that in the?
1: That's kind of odd. Like I don't know. Yeah, terrible, terrible decision. Because it's just a great, it's a great sequence, and it's like fun. And like <sighs> I think, I mean, I guess they a it's not strictly speaking necessary to the plot. So like, if you're looking to trim ten minutes, that's that's like four or five that you can get rid of. Uh, but like it 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 I don't know, man. I like I don't see how you can cut that out of the movie uh, and and feel good about yourself afterwards.
2: It, yeah, yeah, like honestly, if I were to watch again like i said i I had some problems with this already if i were to watch the theatrical cut and they had cut that out and it was pretty much the opening scene and then like all the way kind of throughout the rest of the movie like i would have been like even more disheartened by like wow it really doesn't get better from that opening scene so the first time i saw this movie i hated
0: it like probably more than terrence did um Cause I, I, used to be very against Zack Snyder when I was young and stupid and kids. Um, I know. Tell me about <laughs> it. One, one day Terrence will grow up too. Maybe, hopefully, probably not, but you know, I can keep dreaming. Um, but I, I, used to hate this movie and I've, I've no fucking clue why really. Cause, um, I went back and revisited it in 2017 and I was just blown away and I saw the extended cut then. And I saw the extended cut again today. Um, and I, I have no clue what cut I saw the first time I saw it. I know I didn't see it in theaters, um, so it could have been either or. Hmm. But uh, yeah, it's just it's it's. I don't get how anyone would ever just. I don't know how Zach would let the studio fucking cut that scene. I'm surprised like he wouldn't just be like, uh, "No, we'll, we'll cut something else instead." I'd rather cut yeah. an action scene than cut
1: that.
2: Yeah, I yeah. Think, yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, especially
1: no, too- I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like it, uh, I like. On the one hand, you gotta give uh Warner Brothers credit for throwing him like eighty million dollars to make this movie. Yeah. Um I mean like I, I can I it is it is it is like kind of a mystery that this thing even exists. What uh, what was you the know, what did I'm, it make?
2: I'm checking literally
1: right now because as soon as you said that I'm like there's no way this movie made its money back. Cuz Zack said No, it, it definitely didn't it definitely did not like make enough to gross back the budget and the advertising budget and all that, you know, theatrical. It would it would have had to gross like 250 million dollars or yeah. something. What? Uh, um, it
2: eventually grossed thirty-six million domestically, <laughs> fifty-three million abroad, leading yeah. to a worldwide total gross of ninety
1: million. Which, we, yeah. which and we, what's the uh, what's the budget? It's like seventy or eighty, right? Something like that. Uh, let me see.
0: And which we have learned from when we did our Transformers Five episode that uh, from eighty-two million, eighty-two million. So, <laughs> so what we learned on our Transformers Five episode, thanks to one of our YouTube comments, was that. Um, A film making its money back, what its budget is, is still losing money. Yes, Um, yeah, because we were very baffled with the budgets of Transformers and losing money and stuff like that.
2: Just on a comparison of of what it it raked in uh, worldwide as compared to budget, it's it's short seven million, so it probably ended up tanking probably more closer to fifteen or twenty. That's a that's a big that's a big loss. Now before this, uh,
0: right before this was Watchmen. Yeah. Right. What what was Watchmen's budget and what did that make back?
2: So the budget for Watchmen was 120 million and box office ended up being 185. So that made us a little bit of money there probably. <laughs> yeah. They probably did like good enough yeah. with that that they're like okay, Zack Snyder yeah. can keep making yeah. movies. Yeah. Cuz I'm I'm sure 300 made a buttload cuz that
0: 300 was like one of those movies that everyone fucking talked about when it came out. There's no
2: way that didn't make a fucking shitload of money. Um, so it looks like the budget for that movie was $65 million. Relatively low, especially for a period piece. And then I'm trying to look up the earnings right now. It didn't show it? It didn't. I don't know why. Oh shit, 465 million? Yeah, so (laughs) that makes sense. So it's for that reason that
0: you do that. Then you make Watchmen, still makes a little money. You're allowed to get that blank check for Yeah. For I mean, sucker and punch. I guess
2: that's fair. I mean, with how much money he made the studio on 300, it's like, I, I feel like he's allowed a couple stinkers. Yeah. Right?
0: And then there's no way Man of Steel didn't fucking... Oh, Man, Man of Steel yeah. made... No, it's mine. Yeah. I don't even need to look but it But Batman versus Superman
3: didn't do st-
1: well. No.
3: No, Batman Man- versus Superman did very well. Oh, did it? Money-wise, anyway. Oh, damn. yeah.
1: Batman versus... Man of Steel was actually kind of dicey, because Man of Steel only did about 200 million domestic. Um, and like, I want to say maybe like 550 or 600 worldwide, something like that, yeah. which like, Batman that's, for- that's not bad, but it also like, once you add in advertising and the, the theater's cuts and all that, it was actually pretty close. Yeah. And
3: considering Dude, it's also Superman, Superman did a fuck ton of money. What? I remember that.
0: What? What did?
3: I remember Batman versus okay. Superman sold a bucket upon bucket loads. I didn't
0: even know it did that well, but I remember, I yeah. know justice league flopped.
1: Yes. Yeah, because at that point yeah.
3: people were used to DC's regular movies, so they went into the movie with no hopes. So once word of mouth spread, they just stopped caring.
1: Yeah, plus that's a Josh Whedon movie. That's not a Zack Snyder yeah, movie. Exactly. So that's right. That's yeah, it's a mess true.
3: movie because it's a Zack Snyder was going to be a movie, then cleaned up to be Josh Whedon, and it became. Yeah, I wouldn't a say mess? cleaned up. I would say no, raped. <laughs> Do you know how many rewrites? Like, so he was
2: supposed to. Josh Whedon was supposed to come in to finish up that movie for him, right? Yeah. Um, and, like, uh, I don't re- exa- exactly remember what the percentage is, but for you to get a writing credit over a pre existing director, you have to rewrite a certain percentage of the script. Um, and I think that percentage was like something like 66%, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering that correctly. Uh, so if you want, you can rip me apart because I might not be. <laughs> but all I remember is that Josh rewrote enough of that film to take the writing credit away from Snyder. And people want to They shared it. They shared it, I think. And people
0: want to say, oh, but the Snyder Cut wouldn't be that different. Well, I think this uh, little bit of information
2: here provided by Matt
0: proves otherwise.
2: Yeah, he did a ton of fucking rewrites. A ton. And And you uh, you can
0: tell easily what is fucking Joss Whedon dialogue? Because if it's cringy and bad and unfunny, well, guess what? Guess yeah, who like that
2: it? whole entire sequence of The Flash with, like, the fucking Romanian or Russian family. Yeah. Oh, my.
1: Any time that Russian family... A- anything in that Russian, like, Chernobyl bullshit uh, town takes place, that's all Joss Whedon. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: It reeks of Joss uh, to the point where I'm like, wow, this is, yeah. like... So bad, but like you can see the the small elements
0: of Snyder in there, and it's just like it just wants to come out. It just wants to fucking break free of this fucking shitty prison cell that
3: it's in. Yeah, I mean to to be... he left that movie because of his daughter, right? Yeah, because he, he yeah. left the
1: movie because oh, he got fired. I mean, he got yeah. There, I mean, there was like there's a tragic backstory to all this. His da- one of his daughters committed suicide, and but yeah. but he he totally got fired from that movie. I mean, that's i think pretty pretty well established at this point
0: yeah i mean i thought it was a combination of the two though
3: yeah I honestly mean, though I, I that was fucking warner brothers fault i'm not even putting the blame on snyder the the whole dc animated, the whole dc cinematic universe is all warner brothers fault
0: yeah i mean if they just let snyder do what he wants like every it's universally agreed the ultimate cut of batman versus superman is way better you yeah. will not find a single person yeah. that at the very least won't well, say, oh, well, it's better, even if I don't like it.
2: Yeah. The problem is when you when you come into properties like this that are so fucking massive and, like, you know, the studios it, basically treat it as it's too big to fail and they have a lot riding. And that's why a lot of those those Star Wars movies did garbage because Kathleen Kennedy – fucking had such a tight grasp on that fucking process that, like, anyone who came in that wanted to do something different or something that was of their own, they're like, no, sorry, the mouse don't want this. Get out.
3: Even though... It wasn't even Disney because apparently she was doing stuff that Disney executives didn't even know she was doing.
0: Yeah, it's not surprising. That lady's horrible. I don't know how she hasn't been fired yet. No one fucking likes her. Yeah, that's why
3: I'm surprised after Rise of Skywalker that she wasn't got... That she didn't get kicked. Because she doesn't know how to run that company for shit. Yeah, I I mean
0: I feel like we have to see some changes after after this whole fucking shit show with um you know with Rise of Skywalker.
3: I I hope so because Disney will listen unless it's some sort of like big big issue. But I think it's something as simple as Star Wars. They can easily nip that in the butt while still maintaining that, that well, vision. Yeah, I mean, I mean
2: we discussed this on our on our Rise of Skywalker episodes that it's just like there's so much potential and it just seems so easy to make a good Star Wars film.
0: Yeah, I just you know even the prequels even though a lot of people hate them, you know, there's so much love for them now, especially in retrospect and now, especially with how bad the sequels are, have, have made some of the haters go back and be like, well, you know, actually. You know what? These are actually good. You know? yeah, that's been, that's not, been, not the reason I
2: love the prequels, but you know, for other people, that's the reason. Yeah. I mean, I've been praising the prequels since they since they came out in theaters, except yep. for uh, except for the second one. But um
0: and yeah.
1: Attack I- of the clones is like the, the, except for probably Rise of Skywalker. Uh, the worst Star Wars movie. Yeah, I, I, I 100% is, agree. I Finally. I disagree. I disagree. Yeah, we know you finalists.
0: disagree. It's actually the second best Star Wars. Stuff. No, that's, that's the will, worst. Stop. That's the I will worst never understand Star Wars take. Of, and we I will get to that like in our four Sith, episode epic I, on the prequels when, when we get I there. I will never
3: understand how people like episodes one and two.
2: Shut up. Episode one is great.
1: You'll, you'll, episode you'll, so episode one is fine. Modern. Episode one has its moments, but like Revenge, episode, Re- Revenge not of not even the Sith is, great. is funny enough to make that a. Revenge enjoyable. of the Sith <laughs> is
0: a perfect movie on every level, and that's like I can get why people don't like one and two, but to not like Revenge of the Sith blows my mind.
3: Yeah. Revenge of the Sith is just an enjoyable movie to watch. I think my problem with
2: Attack of the Clo- I mean, there's a lot of problems that I have with Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones is a problem. And we'll I don't, get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. I don't want to bring too much up about it because we're going to talk about it. Yeah. But it just, it's very, for me personally, super cringy. Makes me cringe real hard and hurts.
1: Sand. Sand. Everything, everything with the love story is just the worst sand. thing that has ever happened on film. And also, here. like, also, it just looks flat. I mean, like, you you say it, it's funny. You say you say like, uh, you see a Zack Snyder movie, and you're like, okay, this is a Zack Snyder movie. But you see like five minutes of any of the prequels. That's like an interior scene, and you're like, oh yeah, this is a George Lucas movie. This is a late, <laughs> this is a late stage George Lucas movie like, because yes, all of the lighting is bad and it looks flat, shrouded and, like, in green screen. Fade.
0: You say. <laughs> But it works. It works for me. There's so much beauty. It feels like a, you're watching. You're looking at paintings.
2: That's the problem. <laughs> that's the that's, that's the problem. why it's good. they are literally walking in front of paintings the entire film, and yeah. it just works. nothing is real. But we we have four episodes to talk about the
0: prequels. Yeah, we, let's not yeah. let's
2: get. You know what's not flat? Sucker punch. That's right. You know
0: I I love the um the samurai scene. Because it yeah. literally, and I, I hate to make this comparison, but it's accurate. It feels like a Dark Souls boss.
2: Um, yeah. I, it, it really does. Yeah.
0: The whole interiors, the setting, the big design of the samurai, everything about it feels like a Dark Souls boss. And people make so many fucking Dark Souls comparisons these days to everything. But I feel like it's justified here, and it's also
2: came out the same year as the first Dark Souls 2011. Oh, so. nice, it, even oh, really? uh, even huh. to keep it like more more broad than that, even if like you know if you haven't played Dark Souls or if you don't want to compare it to Dark Souls, you just say that like it seems so much like a video game. Oh yeah, like that is a video
0: yes. game boss
3: all right, so that that's my issue general. with this movie. It's not a movie, it's a video game,
0: and that's why it fucking rules,
3: but it wants to have its cake and eat it too. And that's why I don't like it because too much is going on. Yeah, this like,
2: movie is a series of cutscenes.
3: Well, what I like, yeah, that that's what the
0: movie is. But I think that's why it's good is because you have. But it the, doesn't make any sense. You, no, you have this uh, th- shitty plot, which it's like it starts out great, and then this narrative becomes like really stupid. And it's like, all right, well, why why are they like schizophrenic and having these fights and all this shit? And then the fucking ending, but. Zach uses this weird, stupid script as a way to have a bunch of different unique action scenes in different settings and get away with it like you know well, and
1: it's it, it's very interesting what he's doing here too because like he he's he's basically taking all of the major like genres of action uh movie that were popular in like the ten years preceding right so he has you've got you've got kind of a martial arts scene with the samurai right you've got the you've got the the trench warfare scene which is your war movie you've got a lord of the rings style fantasy sequence and then you have like
3: very blatantly lord of the rings
1: right and then you have like a kind of matrixy style uh robot action scene with the 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 um, you know, camera the, the the train bomb right with the camera moves though and like how it how it like yeah it was like uh, eye speed robot. ramps them. yeah right I mean it, it, and so like he's he's like very clearly aping all of these different uh, uh, action sequences to I I frankly I'm not even a hundred percent sure what the point is but he's I, he's clearly trying to make a point about the rote nature of some of this stuff and how it. Uh, and, and, and how it comes across on the screen. And I, I think I really, I, I have this theory that is like half a theory that the whole key to the movie are, uh, is the like series of one liners that the wise man utters, right? Like this, the like banal, like if you, uh, if you don't, if you don't believe in anything, you'll, if you don't believe in anything, you'll fall for what yeah. what is it? Yeah. If you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything, yeah. whatever it is. Like the, he, he like spouts these cliches. That I think are again supposed to be kind of a clue that these sequences are all in the in and of themselves cliches. Um, again, I don't think the thing works. I don't think he quite spells it out enough um, to 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 make the points that he's making um, stick. But I do think it. I do think that there is at least something interesting that he's trying here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know how anyone could watch this and not admire that it's it's definitely its own thing and is trying to do a million things at once and it's... it's but it's there, it doesn't do it good. Terrence, you can't watch those action scenes and not be like, these are fucking awesome. You can't watch... Well, I mean,
3: first of all, when I was watching these action scenes, they, they were good and they were displayed very good, but also when I was watching, I was feeling like... I feel like he's trying way too hard to be extreme, where she has the gun and the sword... And then they're fighting the dragon, and then when they're in the trench and she's in the mech, like, why is she in a fucking mech?
0: But that's the thing. Like, why is any of this happening? It's because it's fucking cool. Yeah, that's all, that, you could, that's all you that matters.
3: Also, there are also other stuff of why is this happening, but I don't care because it's fucking cool, that at least makes somewhat sense in the world that they are. This doesn't. Like, she starts dancing, and then all of a sudden they get schizophrenia, and they're, you know they're in the trench and then they're she's fighting japanese golems and then they're on a train bomb robbery
2: well so and it, i mean the, the the whole like overarching thing about this movie is that right so more or less at the beginning scene when they go to give her a lobotomy like this is all more or less like a fever dream right you could say yeah i mean is that it, am i reading that right so.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is again. This is a problem with the movie is that it's trying to operate on about three different levels, right? Because they're not actually in a brothel; right. they're in a they're in a you know psychiatric psychiatric ward, right. Ward. And like, so it's it it the and and like furthermore, like baby doll is not actually a, the protagonist of this film, even though like we are you know meant to see the film from her POV from the beginning. The voice at the very beginning is Abby Cornish's. Right. Yeah, it's Sweet Pea. Rocket's
3: sister. Right.
1: So like you you the the movie is actually about Sweet Pea finding somebody who will rescue her from this hellish prison that she has found herself in, which we don't really realize that until right at the end. Uh, because, again, the, the 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 you know, that voiceover, the last bit of voiceover there at the end about, you know, who sends the monsters to kill us. But it the, the the movie is about the way we play with creations and this is again kind of comes back to the video game point like it is it is very much a film about storytelling and the way that uh the way that the perspective of the characters is kind of you know um entirely dependent on 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 the way the story is written if that if that makes sense am I, no. am I am I getting am I getting too far in my own head here no <laughs> no, I, don't no. Think so. I,
3: I know what you're talking about because w- when the action scenes happen uh, whether it's you know the Lord of the Rings or the train or whatnot you know watching those uh, scenes happen I'm thinking to myself wow that can be an interesting movie
0: Oh if, if they were was, each like, their own movie
3: yeah that would be really cool but then it's like no it's just kind of a fever dream that just explains yeah. the, the actions that I, they're and the kinda thing of that doing. kind of the
2: thing that kind of confused me more like just staying with the fever dream thing for a second is that like at the end of it when i because like that's kind of what i assume like as soon as he went to go give her lobotomy i'm just gonna be like oh, okay so this is probably gonna be like a dream sequence and like it was but it wasn't like All of those, like, key things in the fever dream, like her stabbing Oscar Isaacs, them stealing those items that they need, like, all that stuff happens. It's just they
0: saw it through their own
2: schizophrenic uh, view. Yeah. But, like, they're not schizophrenic. Like, like, um, um, the... uh, maybe doll. schizophrenic's not the right yeah, word. Yeah, but like but, like, like so Baby Doll at the beginning is, right? is Baby yeah, Doll yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So like she has nothing yeah. mentally wrong with her, seemingly. Yeah. Like she's brought there more or less against her will. Yeah. And whether or not any of the other girls do have any sort of psychosis may or may not be true. Who yeah. knows? Um, but like the weird part to me is that like at the end when they do kind of reveal that it is a fever dream, I'm like, Oh, okay, so like, yeah, that was but then when they start to reveal, like, that those key things happen, I was just like, oh, that's weird. And then I thought the same thing that you just said, that, like, the way that they portrayed it is just, like, in the girls' minds yeah. or in the psychosis. Yeah. But then when they Every- kind of try to wrap it up with that soliloquy by, like, Sweet Pea at the end where she's, like, the thing about monsters and how, like, you always have all the things that you need to fight your demons within well, that- you the entire time. I'm like, Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that's, 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 yeah, that's Sweet Pea. That's not Baby Doll. So, yeah. like, I, I, again, like, the movie – The movie is about Sweet Pea. It's not actually about yeah. Baby doll is like
2: facilitating the storyline.
1: Yeah, she's she is she is like the you know the Deus Ex Machina that comes into her story and saves her from you know life in the 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 loony bin or whatever yeah well i mean she pretty Um, much
2: she like calls herself out as being like a tool
1: like at some point in the film that
2: like she is there for the sole purpose of freeing Sweepy.
1: yeah right like right before she walks into the group of guys (sighs) yeah at the end right yeah i mean i like again i i don't think it works because we we are like kind of confusingly talking through like okay what is actually happening in this movie right now um so like, there's obviously a failure on some level of storytelling here, um, but I do think it is like, I don't know, man. I like, I, I, uh, magical realism's not the right word. It's not, it's not like Fellini esque, really. It just there's, there's something I actually could see a, sui- a Fellini generous about made. it. What's that? I see,
0: I could see a Fellini argument be made.
1: Yeah, like Fellini or, like, uh, like a Terry Gilliam, oh, you know, yeah, Terry Gilliam, like, sure. Time Bandits or Brazil or something mm-hmm. like that, where you have, like, these kind of, these different levels of reality and what's actually real, what isn't. Um, I don't know. I, like, I just find the whole thing entrancing.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely <clears throat> entrancing, for sure. It definitely yeah. pulls you in.
3: I, the action scenes in themselves are very nice. I, I My favorite's with the, the train robbery, because the the camera working just the way the robots uh angle where he's got his hand on the like uh whatever that button was that bomb deactivation or activation whatever it was like that was that was cool but throughout that whole scene i'm thinking to myself wow this would be really cool to play as a video game not really watch so go
2: ahead sorry there you go what i was gonna say is that like um so they're obviously using the um The girls being in this insane asylum as, like, kind of, like, the facilitator for all these crazy action sequences that are, like, amazing, right? So, what I was thinking would be, since the, the psychiatric hospital is kind of just, like, there as a tool to... Facilitate these awesome scenes, I felt like that these would be better played as like, let's say if like, instead of an insane asylum, this movie is kind of like Sword Art Online. Where yeah, like, I was about to say, in. if it was like Jumanji yeah. yes. in a way. Yeah.
0: That That's the point I was literally about to make oh, next. good. <laughs> was, um, I think this film would have worked so much better if it was like a Sword Art Online, Jumanji kind of just basic plot yes of you know getting into this you know game world and they have to like jump between yes. different types yeah. of games yeah
2: almost like quantum leaping to different yeah. genres yeah
0: and, yeah. and that's, that would have
3: probably worked tremendously and better. that's how
2: you keep this variety yeah of the film but
0: you could also you could there's definitely a way you could play around with it where it's, like, um, maybe it's, like, some Total Recall kind of shit where um it gets plugged into your head. So they're also, like, going insane, kind of schizophrenic, yeah. and you have this same sort of theme. Yeah. So you do a fucking – you do Sucker Punch – Meets Total Recall, meets fucking Jumanji,
2: you know, Sword yeah, Art the Online. Matrix, yeah, kind of like yeah. And I think, I think, that and now way... I just fucking came thinking about this fucking awesome yeah, movie that well, Zack Snyder should like, totally make. <laughs> that's what I mean, though. Like, th- it was such an interesting concept, and if they just fucking threw out the insane Asylum shit as like the kind of like way to portray this, and did a more like cohesive thing like that, this movie would have been amazing. It would have been a masterpiece. Yeah. It's the overarching plot the, of how to get there through a psychosis that makes it weird. Yeah, it's just uh, the foundation. Dude, the, the elements are there. Yeah. I, I don't
0: know why Zack Snyder has not even been in talks to do a video game movie yet.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say, ask for our opinions. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <too>. You're right.
3: <laughs> See, that's, that's the thing, though. I don't think he needs to make uh, You know, like a... a a movie based off of a video game no but but making a video yeah. game themed movie yeah. well yeah or, like,
2: imagine think. like snyder doing like bioshock yeah or like a fallout movie
0: well snyder wanted to That'd do atlas sick. uh no uh, the fountainhead which was ayn rand which ayn rand oh, okay. is influenced yeah. on bioshock yep um which i don't know what's happening with that he has a zombie movie coming out for netflix this year
1: Oh. Yeah, a zombie heist movie. Yeah.
0: Zombie heist zombie so, yeah. heist movie. In zombie Vegas. heist movie. In Vegas. So. Yeah. In
1: Vegas. Which I'm fucking hyped
2: for. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm
1: uh, Something I'm tells very, me we'll be talking about that, that one. one. You know, you you guys mentioned um uh Bioshock. Gore Verbinski, of course, was like on the hook to do a Bioshock oh, yeah, movie for he a was. long yeah, time. He was. And like wanted to do like a two hundred million dollar underwater. Uh, like Bioshock movie like with a hard R and the studio was like fuck off yeah. <laughs> like, we're not, we're not, but we're not I gave you Pirates of the
2: Caribbean
0: come on yeah, guys but, like,
2: think, think about it. think about how fucking amazing that movie that could would have been that would rule
0: see I think Bioshock has a great narrative but very okay gameplay especially compared to um, System Shock 2 which is the main influence of it mm-hmm. and
2: Bioshock 2 which came
0: after it but did not have a good narrative
2: yeah, I mean the the thing is like when I play Bioshock One, like I th- this is why it would make such a, such a better movie Bioshock One in particular because like I don't even give a fuck about the gameplay, like yeah. I don't even want to play. I just want to yeah. go through the arcs. Yeah, it, it's not a great game from a gameplay no, perspective. No, it's not.
0: And the story is good, but I don't think it's good enough to warrant me to replay it.
2: No, I think think I've played it twice. Yeah, I started replaying it recently just because it was like for free on PS Plus. Plus, So I'm like, oh, I might as well. Why not? Um, But yeah, man, it's just such a good. The visuals are just unbelievable. Yeah, it's
0: it's such a cool setting. And you really don't see that
2: in movies or games. No. And I think like that's definitely a missed opportunity. Like, you know, if someone threw that idea at me and I was a studio, I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's go. I feel
0: like studios should be making more video game movies than they do and they just they lost a lot of goodwill
2: in the mid two thousands. Yeah, and honestly I think a lot of that has to do with um with um because we kind of talked with, with Josh Olsen about this, that um, the For failure Halo. of Halo. Yeah. Because I think, especially if it would have come out in a timely manner, oh, that Halo, movie, Halo
0: 2, by the way, dropping tonight on Steam, which I'm excited to play oh, through, nice. which I've never played through before. Really? I never had an Xbox coming up. I started oh, with shit. Halo 3. Oh, Halo 2 is amazing. So I'm very excited. I played the first couple levels because it was on... Uh, they had a um a, a beta for it for mm. the Halo f- Insider Flight and I was loving it so I'm very hyped to play it.
2: Nice. But uh yeah, I think um I think that if that Halo movie would have happened um and would have been done well at the peak of like video games being yeah.
0: like cuz that cuz as we said on that episode uh, or Josh said that was in talks at like 2007 2008. So right. this was Halo 3, the yeah. biggest Halo fucking was. Yeah,
2: it would have been like prime time for a film like that, and we might be talking differently now if that had happened.
0: And it was fucking Peter Jackson behind it. Yeah, like, which, come on. you know, Was he directing
2: or producing it? Uh, I believe he was directing it. Cause if, uh, Peter yeah, I'm almost I, positive I that's what Josh said. because yeah.
0: if Peter Jackson was directing a Halo movie, like this isn't the fucking Hobbit where it's forty eight frames per second, one book that's shorter than each of the Lord of the Rings books stretch into three movies. Because Hobbit was just doomed to fail for every fucking reason possible yeah. from the start. Should have been one movie, twenty four frames a second. Halo movie though, it probably would have been fucking awesome. It probably you know people like. King Kong yeah. which was three hours long everyone loves Lord of the Rings I have no doubt in my mind that people would have loved the Halo movie
2: yeah and I mean I, that that the Halo movie could have easily been turned into a, a franchise of its own like with sequels and stuff oh, yeah. like, super super oh, easily definitely. and so, people
0: like the Halo story too it's a
2: good story and like I, this is where like kind of studios get in the way like with Gorbert fucking Bioshock man like the, Josh was saying how they went back and forth so many times with the studios that at the end the studio
1: was just like eh, forget it yeah, just like come on. Yeah.
2: That sucks.
1: And I, do you guys uh uh unre- semi related because it's a video game movie. Do you guys like Silent Hill? I don't. I the thought... movie, the movie, yeah. not the no, not yeah. the game. The games I love.
3: You started with an
1: S and I got excited, but no, <laughs> I've never seen Silent Well, what, Hill.
3: what, did, you, what did you think he was going to say? Well, what other video game movie starts with Oh, an Sonic. S? Oh god.
2: Um I do I i same as you. I love the Silent Hill games and uh they're there is some because um, I've seen all, I've seen all Silent Hill movies and there's some like part of me that, that does enjoy them, uh, but as a on a completely like um, textural the second, level,
1: the second Silent Hill movie is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. <laughs> but the first one, the first one is actually like I think it's it has like this weird moody like kind of cool horror vibe to it. I don't know.
0: I watched the second one knowing people hated it, but I went into it thinking, I'm like, I have a feeling I'm kind of going to like it. Because I knew a few people that like did stand by it, and I watched it, and I'm like,
2: damn it. It's
0: bad. <laughs> yeah, I I really wanted to like it though. I went in expecting to like it. Oh, me too. To like I it. never wanted to but, dislike a science. Yeah, a silent but villain. I mean, I didn't watch it at release. I watched this, you know, within the last I don't know five years oh, or really? so. Okay. So I, you know, this was after the second Silent Hill movie came out, and yeah. I was like, you know, well, I know a couple of people stand by, and most people hate it, but I'm like, I think this is for me, and. I, very disappointed. I think
2: that's probably why I enjoyed it more because, like, me and some of my friends saw it, like, like, when they came out. Yeah. And, like, you know, we were younger, a little bit more susceptible to be like, oh, my God. Look, yeah. a movie of our video game that we like. Yeah. This is amazing. I think Silent Hill should get a reboot for the movies. Oh, I think so, too. I think there's I think there's, there's room there. there someone can make that great. Yeah. If they try don't, hard enough. I don't know who. I mean, I wouldn't mind Mike Flanagan doing it. Who uh, did? I feel like Eli Dye Ross should do it.
0: I could... I feel like that would be hit or miss, but it, I would. It'd I would be. be I would. I would watch it for sure if Eli Roth did it. I don't think he's the right director. I feel like a, a Japanese horror director would be really cool for Silent
2: Hill. Oh, that's yeah. That's actually a good pull. Oh, I,
0: I think uh, Kiyoshi Kurosawa. Is that? Am I pronouncing his first name right, Sonny?
1: No idea. Uh, you know? You don't know, know. who I'm talking I'm not, about? I'm not Japanese. I don't know. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, he's a well known director. Let me, let
1: me see how his name is spelled. Wait, what has he done again? Um, he did Cure.
0: He did uh, Tokyo Sonata, which is not a horror movie. Um, that's the one I like from him. What else has he done? He's 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 pretty. Po- he's definitely like one of the most popular uh, Japanese filmmakers working right now.
2: He was the person that did the original. Uh, the,
3: yes,
0: you're the, right. The
2: Grudge. Uh, I was right. Kiyo- Kiyoshi. Yeah,
3: yeah,
0: Kiyoshi Kurosawa. Yeah, that's how you say. it. I don't know the uh, the person who did the Grudge, but um, I would watch it if they did it. Yeah, he did. Uh, Kurosawa did Cure Pulse. Those, those are his two big ones: yeah. Tokyo and oh, yeah. So So um,
1: Pulse is creepy as fuck. I don't know. Like, I don't know that that translates necessarily to American video game cinema.
0: Well, I mean, it's a Japanese video game.
1: Well, it, right, but I'm saying, like, I, I like. I don't know that.
0: Oh, it definitely uh, wouldn't be the for, same for like an I, American
1: studio movie. You know? Oh no, it would
0: be completely different. But I, I think he would do a good job doing Silent Hill. Yeah. I, I would see it if he did it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I pro, I'll probably like think of it afterwards and be like, "Oh, that would have been a great choice." I mean, Lynch of course would be a great choice. But, you know, uh I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I would I mean, of course I'd
2: see anything that Lynch makes, yeah, but I don't know. I'm mean, sure. I, I
0: think a fucking I think it would be cool to see Lynch do like a more traditional horror movie.
2: I th- yeah, it would de- it would definitely be interesting
0: cuz you know, he he's never done something tra- you know, traditionally horror.
3: Right. Yeah. Even though what I What do you mean by traditionally horror?
2: I mean, Lynch's horror
0: is like Firewalk With Me or Inland Empire or I mean, even if you want to consider Eraserhead horror.
2: Yeah, it's not like a like quote uh. unquote like monster flick I or, guess you or could de- say.
0: well, I mean, I was going to say Demons, but technically Demons and yeah. Twin Peaks, but um but i mean the, i mean there i would definitely consider firewalk with me in Inland empire of horror movies and you know i will fight anyone who says otherwise <laughs> cuz i i don't know i find fucking uh firewalk with me to be really fucking scary
2: yeah i have not seen it in uh i don't even know oh my god dude I, I, i've is... only seen it once oh it's so fucking so. good yeah i to i have to rewatch uh twin peaks at some point um maybe i'll maybe i'll start doing that now i have
0: time yeah i mean you have plenty of time the only other things you're watching is whatever we're doing for the
2: podcast i know that's all i'm watching is stuff for the podcast you know what i just watched recently not to get too off topic uh underwater the um the The oh was that good the kristen stewart flick i actually heard that was good yeah it was um surprisingly good i felt like um watching it at home on like a sixty inch t v kind of did it a disservice, yeah um because uh the way it's like the way it's kind of like claustrophobically shot with like a lot of like very subtle like um noises and like really, really like sparse audio tracks in a theater, I feel like this movie would have been horrifying, yeah, um, but like sitting on my couch not so not much. A, not so much you know
0: I, I heard when that came out that was this year, right yeah, uh, I heard like a lot of people well not a lot but a decent amount of people be like you know say it was like the kind of like january movie of the year similar to like the shallows was that january yeah
2: i believe it was yeah i Um, I would i would agree with that
0: so they were comparing it to that but then i just heard it like you know i just stopped hearing about it whereas like i feel like the shallows had more legs and um, yeah it was like um
2: it was like it was like the abyss meets like which I've never seen. Deep Blue Sea, which I've also never seen. And um, this comic book series called The Wake by Scott Snyder. Um, no deep relation. Deep
3: Blue Sea, that's a deep cut. It's, yeah,
2: It's um. it was interesting. I, I, I think you should watch it. I yeah. think you would like it. I also just love Kristen Stewart. Kristen too. Stewart was great. Yeah. yeah. She was really good. Her and her shaved head. Oh, she has a shaved head. Yeah. In it's such a weird
0: look for her. <laughs> I mean, I know she has like a bit of a dykey look to her, but I don't know. It still feels weird to me.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, listen, I, uh, not to be like the uh, stereotypical straight uh, masculine person, <laughs> but like I very much like long hair on girls. Uh, yeah. And that's because I'm attracted <laughs> to girls. I'm sorry.
0: Mm,
3: I don't know, man. Sh- There's some short haired girls out there that are S plus.
0: Tomboy race, Terrence.
3: I mean, I've always, I've always had my hand in that. I just don't show it off as much of our other friends. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I like tomboys, but I'm not like, oh, my God, tomboy, master
2: race or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> and, All right, uh,
3: Matt, shut up. No one asked you.
2: <laughs> I asked myself. This is a third of my yeah, podcast, ter- too, Terrence bitch. was excited we're finally talking about something horny related. All right, and we'll see. get talk about it afterwards,
3: Terrence. Yeah. Keep
0: it in your pants. Yeah. Uh, Sonny, you have anything else to say regarding uh, – uh
1: regarding sucker punch no uh i like it and i i want people to see the extended cut that's on it's on hbo go or now or whatever Yeah, both. yeah it's on that it's on 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 amazon prime and it's on amazon prime okay it's it's all over the place right now for free so like if you if you've never seen the extended cut of sucker punch not the director's cut not uh, as we were saying as we were saying before the show somebody asked zach snyder at like a convention or something like, hey, why don't you call this the director's cut? And he's like, because there's an even more Zack Snyder cut that the studio has not yet released. So, uh, which is like just the extended cut. Hopefully one day we will see the director's cut, his true purest vision for Sucker Punch.
2: I would very much like to see that. I would like to see an even more extended cut of this. But like, why does it always fucking seem that every single Zack Snyder film is like, It's like, no, no, no. Here's the extended cut. You got to watch the extended cut. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But there's the Snyder (laughs) cut. It's like
0: every fucking film he makes. You know, it's fucked up
2: because
0: when I got circumcised, I didn't get the Snyder cut. (laughs) I just got the extended cut of my penis. And, you know, I wish I could go back in time and not get circumcised. But if I had to get circumcised, I'd like to get the Snyder cut.
2: The Snyder Cut would just be no... It would be no
3: cut. That's what I'm saying! <laughs> <laughs> you were holding that joke in the entire fucking episode. No, right I just here. came up with it on Was the spot you would right have, now. You would, have,
2: you would just have full just, length. <laughs> There'd be no studio notes.
1: This whole episode was a ruse. I came on as just a setup for this. How I dare guess. you do <laughs> this to
3: Sonny? It's just for a circumcision joke. It always comes down to a circumcision joke. I just joke. came up with this on the fly, I swear to
0: God. Because if I thought of it pre- beforehand, I would have not waited
2: this long to blow my load. <laughs> I was going to say, that was some setup.
0: I would have blew my load way earlier on that Jesus joke. Jesus oh, <laughs> Christ. Riveting. Uh, well, that's the preview of the episode. <laughs> uh, Everyone, man, just...
3: is this the first time we've ever used the end of an episode for a preview? I, think, I don't think so. I, I think so. I think it might be.
0: I, yeah, I think it might be. You know, sometimes the the best part is the finisher.
2: Yeah, the tip right. isn't always the best. You that's, know, that's right.
0: But sometimes you got to get guys, down to the balls. Keep telling
3: yourself that, Matt. Okay.
0: <laughs> but like, why? Have an extended cut and not just have that be the Snyder cut. Like, why yeah, would yeah? That's why, what I mean. Why would you have three, four, five? Cuts? Like, why would the like. studio not let him? have the second cut released be his cut like it's like no no we're
2: just gonna give you a little bit yeah well because apparently his cuts are so long that they're just like this can never see the light of day but
0: like (laughs) what does it matter like people are
2: gonna snyder has a fan base they're gonna
0: buy it's the blu-ray maybe you know what what like what does it cost that like unless it costs so much more money to like finish special effects which i know is the case for justice league yeah because you know it's a completely different movie but like for Sucker Punch, like I'm assuming it was like already done.
2: I guess so. Maybe the Snyder cuts, like they all have some like weird like fetish shit in them that the studios don't <laughs> want to be associated with. Look, I mean Hollywood's Wait, already filled with pedophilia, so I don't know how much weirder it can get from there. Uh, incest. It's not weirder than pedophilia. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay, pedophilia, incest. I'm not going to accuse not Zack Matt. Snyder of that. That's yeah. fucking, that's
0: fucked up, man. You, you brought did. up, that's you disgusting. brought up pedophilia, not You're me. I said me. Hollywood you is pedophile, not, not Zack Snyder. I didn't bring it up. Zack Snyder is pure. I didn't bring it up. He is a pure Chad of heart, and I love him.
2: Okay. And that's, Kill
0: yourself, Matt. Shut up, Terrence. <laughs> well, just drink bleach and die. Uh, Maybe
2: I will. Tide
0: Pods are back. I think that about wraps Film. it up. Sonny, you want to plug your podcast or anything before? uh <laughs>
1: I got go. I no, Just follow me on Twitter. I care. It's fine.
2: What a
0: sales I got, pitch. I
1: got, I got, I got, a, I got, I've got like 10 different podcasts. I don't know what even to plug here. I, I, I'm on Across the Movie Aisle. I'm on uh, the Sub Beacon podcast. I run a website. It's at Uh Go, go look at it there. Follow me on Twitter. You'll see all the shit I talk about on all those things at Sunny Bunch.
0: Sunny Bunch. It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you. For oh, wait.
3: I, I, I forgot to plug something, actually. What, what do I, you have to plug? I got to plug my sink.
0: Fuck you, Terrence. I fucking hate you. You're a useless piece of fucking it's just, it's leaking vermin uh, it's, that contributes nothing to kitchen. this podcast other than cutting together some previews and putting the YouTube up. So, um, yeah. Oh, and Sonny's is dead. Bye, Sonny. I'm back. Oh, I'm back. back. <laughs> no, I, I just came back. I just... Terrence. Sorry, what did Terrence plug?
1: What did Terrence plug? I missed it. No, it was just
0: T- Terrence just being retarded, as usual. So yeah. you, you didn't miss anything, trust me. So anyways, Sonny, thank you so much for coming on, man. Yeah, man, appreciate for coming it. on. Welcome anytime.
1: Yep. Uh, I, well, since we're all just uh, uh, spread out all over, invite me. I'm, I got nothing else to do.
0: For sure, man. Nice. We'll we'll have to have you on for uh, Batman versus Superman, or I don't know what else you stand hard. Because I know those are the two. I feel like yeah. I see you talk about.
1: Yeah, we could do. I I could do that. That's fine.
0: Well, what other What other what, what, uh, what other rotten movies do you love
1: a lot? Oh boy, I uh the counselor.
0: We
2: just did
1: that. We with just Josh. did the counselor. <laughs> oh, You <laughs> just <laughs> said that one. The, the, the counselor. Shit. That's what uh, we just did with Josh Olsen. Uh, i don 't know i got to look through i got, I got a whole bunch of bad movies think that about read, it so.
0: hit us up yeah think about it let us know um, check out Re- rebellar media I got it right right
1: rebellarmedia dot yeah. com
0: rebellar Media.com media. sub beacon podcast uh, cross the aisle podcast, Sunny Bunch on Twitter, Sunny Bunch on Twitter, and check there out the patreon we have now five dollars a month guys come on you got some premium content you got fucking awesome filmmakers on. Um and it just pains me that I can't release this publicly
2: because I gotta uh, I gotta feed not kids like Sonny Bunch, yeah. just myself. And you know, just as an added bonus, you know, five dollars and you get to hear Dan Waters rip James a new asshole. Oh yeah, he fucking <laughs> he tore
0: into me. So it was great. Yeah, that was pretty hot to it's say Worth that, the price that, of that admission, it is. It was amazing. Yeah.
3: Went, went right into that butthole. Yeah.
0: Um on that note. Sonny, thank you, man. Take care. Got
3: yep. it. Uh, I got to fix my sink.